Hello, it is Ryan, and we could all use an extra bright spot in our day, couldn't we? Just to make up for things like sitting in traffic, doing the dishes, counting your steps, you know, all the mundane stuff. That is why I'm such a big fan of Chumba Casino. Chumba Casino has all your favorite social casino style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere with daily bonuses. That should brighten your day a little. Actually, a lot. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. BDW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. Been all over the web promoting this. Uh, just amazing, amazing stuff. Check it. Check out Adam Seelan and the Dragon's Egg. We've got Michael Connolly from the United States Justice Foundation on the telephone. And Michael, they are, they are coming for the guns, my friend. It is officially 2015, and uh, the... The guys in Washington are trying to drum up all sorts of different things. Um, tell us a little bit about what the DOJ has planned. There's rumors that they're uh, floating the claim that the U.N. Small Arms Treaty is now the law of the land. Tell us about this. Yeah, this has been floating around since the, before the treaty was even signed. And uh, it's coming out of the DOJ and out of the White House. And basically what they're saying is that Kerry John Kerry signed the treaty on behalf of Obama, Obama. I'm talking about the United Nations Small Arms Treaty. He and Kerry both lied about the provisions of it. I read the provisions. I knew it required gun registration in this country. They said it did not. But now what's happened is the Department of Justice is coming forward and saying, you know what, the Constitution really doesn't mean what it says. The Constitution requires that any treaty signed by the President be ratified by two-thirds of the Senate. That will not happen in the current Senate. In fact, they couldn't have done that through the previous Senate. Because not two-thirds of the Senators were going to vote for this treaty. Fifty-four had already come out and said they were opposed to it. So they're saying that Obama can go ahead and enforce the treaty, start gun registration, and he can do that without the Senate voting to ratify the treaty. And the only way the Senate can stop him is for two-thirds of the Senate to vote to stop him from, from enforcing the treaty. That's exactly the opposite of what the Constitution says. But this is the approach they're taking. And what's happening is Obama's enforcement of the UN treaty will include prohibiting the importation of firearms or replacement parts from other countries uh, into the U.S. And a lot of people in this country own weapons they purchase from other countries, and they won't be able to get parts for them. And he also is going to have to provide a list to the United Nations of all American gun owners, importers, and exporters, and all gun dealers. In order to do that, he's got to get Congress to repeal the ban on funding of a national gun registration. But I don't think he's going to do that. I think he's just going to go ahead and do an executive order uh, repealing that, that ban on funding, and he's going to go ahead and start requiring registration of guns. Now, we've had two real disturbing developments just in the last couple of weeks. My fiance went to the doctor. She just gotten on Medicare. And she went to the doctor to uh, for a first visit. This was a new doctor. And she was told by the doctor, and he apologized for it, but he said, I have to ask you a series of questions uh, to find out your mental state, find out whether you might be suffering from dementia or signs of dementia. So there were questions about math and cognitive uh, understandings of things. And then the, the, the question came, do you own a firearm? She was totally freaked out. The doctor said, this is required by law. He has to ask these questions of all new Medicare patients. 
then we find out that the VA is sending out letters to veterans around the country saying, if you want a firearm, we will give you a free gun lock, but you have to fill out this form and send it to us. The form, of course, has their name and address and the number of firearms they own and how, you know, what type of firearms they are. Veterans are screaming bloody murder. This is obviously a way to register their guns. I've already talked on this show before and continue to work with veterans around the country who are being denied their Second Amendment rights because the VA is declaring them incompetent to handle their own financial affairs for virtually any reason whatsoever. Minor PTSD, uh, the fact that they let their spouses pay the family bills, the fact that they have their uh, bills paid by an automatic checking account withdrawal, uh, all of this has been used to declare veterans incompetent. Now, they're just trying to throw everything they can against the wall. But if you auto-pay your bills, they're going to take your gun. This is just insane, Michael. It, it, it's totally unbelievable. I've got the letters, though. I'm seeing this. And we're working with individual veterans around the country. We're trying to Justice Foundation to raise the money to file several new lawsuits. We already filed one against the VA and one we managed to get the Freedom of Information Act request complied with. We have more Freedom of Information Act requests out there. Because veterans have had no due process here. They're being told, we're going to declare you incompetent and you have anywhere from five to 60 days, depending on who sends out the letter, to prove that you are competent. In other words, no Fifth Amendment burden of proof on the government, but the burden of proof is on the veteran. Then, then they tell the veterans, once you're declared incompetent, you can no longer own, possess, transport, or purchase firearms or ammunition. If you do, you're guilty of a felony. Now we have a case in New York State where a veteran up there, because of course they have the new draconian gun laws, which are very similar to what Obama was going to be doing with executive orders, and laws up there uh, say that you know you can be declared incompetent for any reason whatsoever, any reason the government decides. We have a veteran up there who has never suffered from PTSD, never been depressed, never been arrested. He goes to the doctor for treatment of insomnia, and they confiscate all his firearms, saying that now he, because he has insomnia, he is mentally defective to the point of being a danger to himself or others. Wow. If we have veterans out there who are being affected by this, or people who have walks of life that are being affected by this, contact me at usjf.net. You can also go to that website. We're updating everything on it. You can go there and you can uh, find out how to donate to us to help us file suits on behalf of these veterans. We're handling individual cases. We're having some success. But we're also going to be working with members of the U.S. Senate to file legislation to try to overturn what the VA is doing. It's been tried twice before, and both times it was defeated by the Democrats. But now that the Senate is controlled by the Republicans, hopefully we can get this through and then see what Obama does with it. We've got Michael Connolly with us today from the United States Justice Foundation. He joins us live talking about uh, this uh, U.N. treaty that uh, is being, uh, I, I guess this has been signed already, right? last year, and then the UN announced that on Christmas Eve they were going to start putting it into effect. So it is now being enforced by the United Nations, and they're already making demands on Obama that he 
constitute the National Gun Registration. Now, if you know anything about this treaty, in 1957, the United States Supreme Court ruled that no treaty, even if signed by the President and ratified by the Senate, can override the constitutional rights of Americans. And obviously, Obama's going to ignore that, too. Well, yeah. It's, uh, what, what, what exactly can we do to, uh, to fix this? Is, is, is there a possible fix for this? Or? Well, we can, first of all, get the Senate to, to demand that the treaty be submitted to them for ratification and then voted down. And uh, I think that the level will happen by a two-thirds majority easily in the Senate, but they will vote against it. They'll never get the two-thirds majority to pass it. But we're going to continue our representation of individual veterans. We're going to file suits against the VA, the FBI, the Department of Homeland Security, and the Department of Defense to force them to comply with our Freedom of Information Act request. We're going to continue to work with states uh, and states and lawsuits uh, to keep states from implementing these unconstitutional actions. We will continue to support the Constitutional Sheriff and Peace Officers Association because they have efforts all over the country to get local sheriffs and law enforcement, law enforcement officials to basically tell the federal government, we're not going to allow you to come in and enforce illegal and unconstitutional laws in this country or treaties in our county. And not only that, we're, we're not going to enforce them ourselves. We're not going to allow you to do it. So there's a lot out there that people can do. And so you go to my blog at Michael Connolly, C-O-N-N-G-O-L-Y dot Jigsy, G-I-G-S-Y dot com. They can read the blog on this, and they can find out more about what we're going to be doing in the future. Michael Connolly from the United States Justice Foundation. Michael, thanks for joining us, and uh, we'll talk to you next week, sir. Thanks, man. Sounds good, James. Thanks for having me. We'll talk to you then. Michael Connolly from the United States Justice Foundation today here on our program, and that wraps it up for this week. Um... My thanks to everybody, Michael Connolly, uh, Aaron Snyder, Mark Davis, Stuart Wiener, Greg Jackson, Michael Murphy, Frank Savalto, Randy Sutton, Richard Kurtz, Tony Cotillo, uh, <laughs> Gary Bronga, everybody and their brother. And uh, join us Sunday, if you want to listen to the world-famous Cheeky Jaguar Experience, Sunday afternoon we debut the brand-new studio, we debut the brand-new... Um, Sunday's gonna be fun. <laughs> I'm already, I'm already fearing Sunday. So we will do that. And uh, thanks for listening. And uh, that's that here on the Red Bull, the Jay Radio Show. Lucky Land Casino asking people, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky in line at the deli, I guess. Ah, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kid's PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.